We are your hosts today, Livette and Lisa. And now that we are back together, we wanted to invite a special guest to us and from us, uh, our very first guest for Women's Month. This is a woman that is a true warrior and a true definition of divine and courageous woman, our mother. Uh, so uh, we wanted to highlight a couple of things. Her story uh, of being the gen first generation, motherhood, uh, the pros and cons, the challenges that she had to face as a woman, and uh, and her relationships was what was her like best support. It's going to be a really really good episode. So please stay in and stick around. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you don't know, our relationship with our mother is very important to us. We looked up to her mother a lot growing up, and uh, we always saw her as our superhero, the woman with many hats. So welcome, mom. Hello. Hello, all. I am Lisa and Yvette's mom, Yvette. <clears throat> I'm so excited to be part of this podcast and especially this episode celebrating women. Thank you for having me. I'm going to start with a little bit about myself. Um, my parents were born in Ecuador, so I am a first generation uh, here in the United States. I was born in New York City. Uh, to be exact, in Manhattan, Metropolitan Hospital. <laughs> um, I, but I moved to the Bronx uh, when I was four years old, and I've been here ever since. Cool, cool. So since you are a first generation, I wanted to ask you how was it like growing up as a first gen, and you know, maybe you can like, you know, highlight some things that you want to talk about. Well, growing up first generation had had and has its challenges yeah. um my parents did not uh speak or write english so growing up in the south bronx in the early 80s was tough um i i played a translator since i was a since i was a kid since i was six years old i used to translate for my parents i used to read their bills um doctor's offices and you know when they went to the doctor i was the one that was translating for them and for myself too like when i had appointments for myself i used to tell my parents what the doctor would say that i had or whatever so it it has been a challenge and you know um it's tough because i think as first generation children we get a lot of responsibility at a very young age mm -hmm. you know it's like you're an adult uh, and then you're a child at the same, same time. time. So yeah, so yeah. it did have its challenges. So it felt like you were kind of growing up too fast, and did it made you? Did did it kind of make you feel a little bit more independent as, uh, you know, as women or growing up? It did make me feel independent because I had more responsibility, my responsibilities than the average kid. You know, um, I felt that I did grow up a little fast um, and also it was tough at the times that I grew up it was South Bronx in the 80s it's a lot of crimes and stuff and so it was tough it was tough overall yeah I know that um, maybe like like enrolling school was a little bit hard to since like you said our you know our grandparents didn't speak English like can you talk about the how how did that process came along or how were you able to enroll in school? So my mom and dad, they always were very friendly people and my mom had become friends with a, 
a lady who she's still friends to this day and she told my mom about Catholic school that's very good it's safe and that the education was better than the public school at that time and um, so my parents thought about safety you know they're like oh no if she's gonna be safe let's just put her in Catholic school that we know that nothing's going to happen to her so the lady uh, ended up helping my mom enroll me in a school named uh, St. Anselm's, which is located here in the South Bronx. Yeah. And it was the best thing that ever happened, to be honest, because I learned a lot. Um, mm -hmm. You know, my first language at home was Spanish. So it's like I learned English in school because my parents did not speak any English. So, yeah, it was the best thing that ever happened to me going to Catholic school. What, what do you feel as like helped you or motivated you um, the most because you know I must have been hard but there was like you know like a it's a blessing and a curse at the same time so what motivated me yeah um to me education has always been very important um mm -hmm. it, it was instilled to I instilled, I think I instilled it on myself yeah. to be honest because as I was a kid I used to love to read books um I used to like always you yearn for like learning new things. Yes, I yearn to learn, and even now as an, an yeah, adult, as an adult yeah. I learn. I love to learn. I think that that's the most precious things that thing that we have to learn. And um, I, I used to <laughs> kids used to make fun of me when I was little because I used to go to the library for fun. I thought that was so exciting in the summertime when we had our breaks. I used to do book reports for fun. I don't even know why I did that, but it was fun to me. Yeah. So, and I also, my parents didn't uh, finish school. Yeah. So to me, education was very important. And I felt like I owe it to them to finish school and, you know, to get an education because they didn't have that opportunity. In other words, they came to this country to better their lives. And of course, yeah. I have to I feel like I got to give them back what they came here for mm -hmm. so this is why I've become uh, very proact proactive and vocal with my daughters when they were in school like I really pushed them to finish college and you know education like I said again it's very important very important yeah. for me so I did it for my mom and my dad yeah um, I wanted to also say since you know moving on like as growing up and you know heading to high school and things like that and you know, and that's a different ball game overall. Like, you know, everything starts changing, you're getting older and, you know, the community around you is a little bit more different. Um, did you feel, and going to college as well, did you feel like um, you had a support system? Who can you name or, or like think of a couple people who were there for you or you felt like were there for you? Um, well, you so that. college, uh, in the beginning, I, I really had a, a, um, a struggle with college because I was a mom um, to twins. Yeah. I was very young and it was hard. But you know, I said to myself, I want to finish college because one day it, it will pay off. Yeah. So I did my two years, um, the twins, you guys were little. Um, and then I got a full-time job and when I went to this job I met some wonderful people and one of my good friends who's still my friend to this day I remember I told her um, I'm going for my bachelor's and um, I have you know two little two little babies and you know now I'm working here full-time and she used to always cheer me on mm -hmm. and then she gave me the nickname my college student and to this day she still calls me that yeah. and because of her 
because I used to see that I wanted to build a better life for my daughters. That would push me to continue to go to college and finish. Mm -hmm. And some great friends that I met along in college, mm -hmm. another friend of mine who I'm friends to this day also, she had small children and she was in the same struggle like me. Mm -hmm. And that's why I continue to go to college and I finish. And mm -hmm. because of that, I instilled that with you guys. Yeah. Like I said, no, Lisa and Lisa have to finish college, have to go to college. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not asking you to be a doctor or a lawyer, <laughs> but I want you to, because education is so important. And if the more that you learn, you don't know who you might help in the future. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's why I... I may be the inspiration for you. You may be the inspiration for me. You know, we all inspire each other. Exactly. So, but I, to be, to answer your question, I did have great people that I met along the way in my journey. And, um, and I think that's what makes people want to learn too. Yeah, exactly. You know? And pushes you to keep going in life. Um, cause you were a single mother as well. You know, yes, we have grandma to, to help us and things like that, but there has to be, there's a also there's an inner circle of support people and there's an outer circle of support people and that's that's the people around you that you see also every day outside of your family. Correct. So um, I totally agree with that hundred um, percent. Moving on, I wanted to also ask you. I know that like how was motherhood? I know we you touched a little bit on you know trying to educate and tell us about the same thing as kids like. You know, I want you to go to school. I want you to go to college. But how was that like raising two twins? And I remember you always being there for us. Like, that's mm -hmm. why I call you superhero, superwoman, because you were always fighting for us nonstop. And, yes, I, you was, know, I was the advocate. Yeah. And I told you, I used to tell you guys, I will fight to the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, there's not a lot of parents like that out there. I'm not going to lie. There's not a lot of parents who are or don't even have the time and energy. And you were able to to even do that, you know, like, hey, I'm doing this because, you know, I need to do this for my daughters. And so, you know, I do want to thank you for that Aww. because that that is, it's hard. It's, it's not easy to do any of that. So um, would you, if you had to do this all over again, like motherhood and things like that, would you change or would you want to change or keep it the same? Um, I wouldn't change a thing because I, I believe that the way that, things happen I think it was a blessing because I always I used to always say like you guys never went hungry you mm -hmm. never <laughs> were naked you, right. know, you know you guys always had mm -hmm. and I I gave you the best that I could you guys went on great vacations because yeah. of me and we traveled many places and mm -hmm. you have had loving uh, family support yeah so I would never change you know what we what we have yeah. and what what God gave me like yeah. I am so grateful you know I always say my story you know when I found out I was having two babies I did cry because I didn't know how I was going to make it yeah I didn't have nothing when I mean nothing I just had my mother and my father of course their love but financially I didn't have anything to my name yeah so to me um God gave me two gifts yeah. and I was able to support you guys. Yeah, I think we were so fortunate enough to have that from you. I think love is such an important factor in raising kids as well. Correct. Teaching them at a very young age. And I'm not an expert, but I do, you know, I, I feel like 
when you see it from your family, I think the 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 first um, thing that we feel love is at home. Mm -hmm. It could feel at home. It could feel with uh, friends. It could feel with. But um, I always say that it does start from home. Yeah. The the example and and it's it's sad because some of us will not experience love until later in life mm -hmm. um, or now. But um, yeah, I, I do want to touch on that. That's really important. And yeah, you I, said a good point. I think, like I said, I think mm -hmm. that the having you guys at a young age taught me to grow up also. Yeah. Um, I became a mother at 18 um, and I kind of like grew up with you guys. Mm -hmm. And one thing I did tell you guys when I, when you, when you were teenagers, mm -hmm. I'm not going to repeat my mom, how she raised me. And I'm not saying that my mom did anything bad. No, but there's a cycle that we have to break sometimes, you know? Yeah. And because I always said, you know, sometimes I feel because I had to grow up so early, I feel that I got cheated out of a lot of stuff with being a teenager. Like learning things for the first time yes. too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I feel that um, I could have done more, um, but um, you know, it, it everything has its challenges, everything has its ups and downs. And to me, motherhood has been one of the greatest, greatest jobs that I have have done and I'm still doing yeah. because mother if you're a mother that cares your job doesn't stop yeah you always will care about your kids you always worry you know like my mom to this day um, I'm 40 something years old <laughs> <You don't> <laughs> <laughs> and my mom still worries about me so I to this day to this day you yeah know? and um, and and if you're a real true mother your love never stops yeah so and being loving makes you if I'm loving to you, I know that you will love someone else. Yeah. And the day that you become a mom, mm -hmm. you know, you're gonna you're going to expose the same love that I taught you. Exactly. So and that's very important to kinda me. like lead by example yeah. kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? You would not be you're not gonna be a, a loveless mother <laughs> because I didn't teach you that. Mm -hmm. I taught you to love and to care for your child. Mm -hmm. You know, and in the world we live in now, I think that's so important. That's why there's a lot of kids that are loveless mm -hmm. and i to me i think that if you love somebody and love your child your child can do anything in this world it's yeah. just hard because the world we live in is like social media is raising our yeah, children now it's true but it's true it's a different life it's a different generation correct and, yeah you know everything's always changing we're like at a fast pace mm -hmm. something new is always coming out and we have to just get on that that loop um Yep. But yeah, it's true. I, I feel that I got lucky that you guys were born at the year you were born. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got lucky, definitely. Hello, I'm Lisa. I'm the co-host of Afro Hermanas. And I wanted to ask a question to my mother. What are the struggles you had to go through as a woman? Wow. Um, being a Latina and being of immigrant parents, I've had to face a lot of struggles in the aspect of my education, work, and even to this day still. Um, I work for uh, the city of New York and the job that I have is, it was in the past very male dom dominant and now it's become more women uh, oriented, which is great. But initially it was tough because they think of you as being weak. Um, so that has been a great uh, struggle for me. 
Um, and in school too, in college, you know, um, people always think that because you're the woman or, you know, you know less than a man and... Which is not true. Which is not statistically, true. statistically, women are smarter than yeah. men. That's true. Um, yeah. And because we care more, we, we end up doing... get the best of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, did you always feel like you had to prove something? to anyone to prove um because i mean one thing is a woman you have to prove something to the society mm -hmm. but what is something that you feel like you had to prove um to, well being a woman is first the hardest thing because you have to prove that you can do it but especially when you know like i said before when you're latina however because i was a young mom i fell into a statistic that I wasn't going to be anything further than just being a mom. So it, it has been and it was tough at that time because I had to show people, hey, I'm young, I do have kids, I have two, but guess what? I did finish college and I do have a job and I can do this and I can do that. And you know, I've always been a single mom. So that was even a challenge in itself because right there, if you tell anybody, oh, I'm a single mom, you know, the first thing is like, oh, she's she's gonna be an old body or, you know, she can't raise her kids right because she doesn't have a, a husband or, you know. So I think that that was a big challenge. In conclusion, what is the best advice you can give for all the women out there? Wow, oh my goodness. The best advice that I can give is never, ever, settle for less um, because we are all faced with challenges but challenges is what gives us the opportunity to grow and learn and despite if you think you can't do it there's some way somehow you go you are going to do it um, there's many times that I thought that I wasn't going to finish college or you know even get a raise at my job and you know my story goes very deep into like that experience alone um but you know i think that if we project what we can be it will happen so um that's the best advice i can give thank yes, you thank i agree you. you're I welcome love i love that <laughs> thank I you for you having me i love you guys <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for joining us, yeah. Mom. I really do appreciate you joining our podcast and taking the time out. Please continue um, hearing us out. This is episode number four. Number six. Ooh, number six. <laughs> Cut that mm -hmm. out. Episode number six. I'm so excited. And yeah, thank you again. Um, if you haven't heard or if you want to follow us more on and follow up with us on Afrohead Manas. My Instagram is at livet.natis and my second community page, which is at Risoco Corazon. You can follow me there if you want to check out more of me. And for Lisa is... Yes, yeah, so I have two accounts, lizzycrace.art, and then I have my personal, lisa.neverly. Please check us out. Please comment, rate, and like our page. And follow! And follow, and keep supporting us, because you guys rock. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace. Peace. Out. You gotta say that.